0: So I am joined by Jennifer Creaky Blackburn. Uh, Jennifer has traveled to over 20 countries and now she's actually a travel agent. She lives in Ohio with her family. She's a wife and mother to one son. She first took her son out of the country when he was two and now he is seven. Jennifer, thank you for joining the show.
1: Thank you, Erica.
0: So let's start with when you first started traveling overseas, like way before... Baby for your son, like going back to your family days?
1: Sure. So, um, well, my parents kind of always sparked an adventure, just going on, you know, little domestic trips around where we lived, then traveling a little bit further into the United States. So that sparked my sense of adventure. And um, in the summer of 1994, my school, my high school Spanish group classes were taking a trip to Spain. Spain, Portugal, and Morocco. And when they announced it the year before, I knew that I just had to do it. I um, So I spoke with my parents about it, and we decided that that would be my graduation gift. And Which I'm going to stop you, early. because
0: I thought yeah. that was very interesting, that you'd never been out of the country, that your family had never been, at, like, taking you out of the country, and yet you hear this, and you're like, I'm doing this. This is really what I yeah. want to do. I find that very interesting, because most of the uh, moms or, or parents I bring on the show, it's usually their family had taken them somewhere. They travel with their family, and and you and I are very similar. and Like nobody had ever traveled. Just something we knew we wanted to do. So every once mm-hmm. in a while, it's just it was meant to be, right? So sorry, yeah, I didn't want to cut you off. I just want to point oh, that out because I think that's no very problem. interesting.
1: Yeah. So I just was like, I just thought I have to go on this trip, and then especially when a couple of my friends were going and um, I knew it was something that I had to do. So I started um, working at a Greek restaurant and I saved my tips and my money to help pay for half of the trip. And then the other half was part of my uh, graduation gift for the following year when I graduated from high school. And uh, I, the second I stepped foot on to Portugal, uh, I was just in, immediately in love. Like the the air, the scenery, the The people, the food, everything was was amazing. And then after we were in Portugal, we went to Spain, then to Morocco and back to Spain. And it was 10 of the best days. It was just so much fun and just really sparked my love for traveling to Europe.
0: It gives me chills because I think about the first time I went out of the country, right? Like when you hear other stories, like I remember that feeling. It's yeah. such a great feeling when you go your first out of the country experience. You're like, this is amazing. So yeah. that's what you're bringing
1: back for me. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: What was it like when you came back? Just out of curiosity, like your whole.
1: Oh, uh, it was it was funny. I still totally remember this because I, I came back and um, my mom picked me up and And then I went home and then my friends, my other friends who weren't on this trip, um, they immediately wanted to hang out and hear about it. And so I just, um, I went over to their house and I remember going out that night uh, with my other friends and, and this one guy that we were hanging out with that night, he kept calling me Spain because I had just gotten back from Spain and like, it was just a, a cool thing, you know, that. I got to do and uh, I just remember telling everyone I could about it and just just glowing from this amazing trip that I had just experienced and I feel very unfortunate that very fortunate that I could experience that so the and change started happening age.
0: right you started the, yes. the change started happening that the effects of traveling abroad started taking place
1: yes yep absolutely
0: but it took you a while before you traveled again
1: It did, because I went to college. And as you know, most people know, you don't have a lot of extra money in college to go anywhere. I did go um, on some spring break trips. And one year, I did go to uh, Puerto Rico with some friends. But to actually get back to Europe, um, that took a while. And it was after I had started teaching. um, My aunt and uncle, who I love dearly, they travel a lot, especially to France. My uncle is fluent in French, and they just love the French culture and food. And um and one day they were like you know what we're doing this we're taking you to paris and so we that was probably around 2006 and it was thanksgiving break and i finished school on a tuesday and went right to the airport and flew and met them in detroit and then we the three of us flew to paris and landed and like just immediately hit the ground you know you land usually in the morning and we dropped off our suitcases and just started going. And we had all day Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then flew back home on Sunday. So it was a short trip, but we accomplished so much. And I just absolutely fell in love with Paris. Like, I don't know how anyone couldn't, because it really (laughs) is. Now this
0: trip, that sparked that love for traveling abroad again, though, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. And I I was in my teaching career, you know, and when you're starting out teaching and you're still single, like, again, you don't have a whole lot of extra money, but um, yeah, I just wanted to try to start figuring out extra ways um so to earn more money so i could I could travel and I taught summer school and tutored after school and uh taught some Spanish classes and different things and and then saved up a little so that I could travel more in the future,
0: but then you discovered people to people, right?
1: yes, yeah, so I was then approached uh during my teaching career to be a a leader in a for a company, a student ambassador organization called people to people that was based out of Spokane, Washington. And so I was selected to travel and I got I was given the title area sports administrator. So in Columbus, where I was living at the time, I was responsible for scheduling interviews for students who had been nominated to participate in this program and then trained them to travel abroad. So we would have sort of a curriculum each month and and discuss different topics and their parents would be a part of the meetings as well. And then uh, once it came time to travel, I traveled with a couple other leaders and chaperones to the first place that I went was to Amsterdam with, uh, we had probably 25 students with us and, and then um, everyone dispersed to their groups and, It it was kind of like a mini Olympics, I guess I described, because these students were all athletes. So they got to participate in these events abroad, but then it was also a great way for me to go abroad um, without having to pay anything for it because, um since i was a leader and i was working the company people to people paid for it so that uh, started a fantastic opportunity for myself and i was also really happy for these children well they weren't really children by then they were middle schoolers and teenagers but it got them traveling abroad as well and just sharing my excitement of traveling to europe so i was able to go to amsterdam twice um, vienna twice with people to people um australia new zealand and fiji and then my last trip, um, probably about twelve years ago, was to Greece and Italy and France. So that made it economically possible for me yeah. to travel um, because I was I was also working.
0: No, that's wonderful. And and you were still teaching while you were doing this as well, or was this- I was. It,
1: um, so our meetings would be uh, on Saturdays generally, and or Sundays, and then we traveled in the summer. So I had my summers off That's when I great. was teaching. Yeah, I would usually teach summer school in June and then a lot of my traveling would be done in July.
0: So, so you found a way. And and what I loved about this, why I wanted to bring this up was because I, I never thought about it. I don't think a lot of people think about all the different ways you can travel cheap or free. I mean, obviously you were doing work for it, but you enjoyed it and it was something that you were able yeah. to share with the kids and you were able to travel. So I like that. Not I mean, there's other programs out there like people to people that if people are mm-hmm. looking for ways to travel as a chaperone and just to see the world without having to pay, there are options out there, right? This is something I never even yeah. thought about until I heard from yeah. you. I didn't know unless I mean, did you know before you were approached?
1: No, I didn't. I yeah. um you know, I, I figured like if I was if I ever taught high school, that could be a possibility. Like when I was in high school, I'm sure my teachers who went on that trip with us didn't didn't have to pay for it. Part of our expense was yeah. paying for them, but then in turn, of course, they helped take care of us while we were traveling. And um, but I never really thought that I could, as an elementary school teacher, that that opportunity would be available to me. But with if you're a teacher within your school district, or if you teach at a university, I think that there's definitely opportunities out there that. That you should look into, yeah, yes. and I'm really
0: grateful that we're we're introducing. I love to find different ways to help people get out there because right not a, everybody doesn't have money, and I get that, but there, I f- feel like there are ways we just don't even know about them. So here's one more way. And you also mentioned too, though, that you didn't necessarily like you, um this worked well for you because they wanted teachers, right? But yes, also yeah. you mentioned that they also like coaches
1: as well. yes, for this uh, particular, program, their sports program, they, there were coaches that traveled with us who um, worked other jobs, like a friend of mine, he is an architect, and he, but he was also a high-level soccer coach, so he was somehow found and chosen to travel as well, so, um, yeah. Yeah, so again, another
0: option, another option, which I love. Thanks for sharing that. Now, I know you were still looking for other ways. I, I love that for people that like to travel, you look for any way that you can travel. So what were some of yes. the other ways that you were traveling? <laughs>
1: um, so, well, domestically, I would go to visit some friends who were who were living here. But actually, while, um, and, you know, so then that saved on accommodations. And while I was on one of these people-to-people trips, I met my friend, now Antonia, and she was a... Um, she was part of the host crew that was there in Austria, one of the trips to Austria and she is German, but she was living in Austria at the time and we became good friends and we're still friends all these years later. I believe I met her in 2008. And, um, and so another time when I traveled to Europe by myself, uh, one summer for my cousin's wedding, I, uh, after the wedding, I went up to Berlin and then, um, And then over to prague and then i went and stayed with her for a few days when she was living in graz austria so so that helped you know that was three nights that i wasn't uh paying for a hotel and then i um her and i traveled the weekend up to Munich to meet up with some of her friends. So then we were sharing the cost of the hotel in Munich. And um, it was also really great to have her to help me along because I was traveling by myself. But then when I met up with her and her friends, then I had other people to to hang
0: out. Yeah. And that's honestly one of the best parts about traveling is you always meet somebody. And they're usually from another country. Like I honestly like to go where it's, I'm not surrounded by only Americans because I want Mm -hmm. to meet other people from other countries. And, uh, everybody I've, I've stayed, I have really good friends around the world just because of my travels. And I I've shared this in previous podcasts, but if they say you can come visit, then take them up on it. They mean it. I think, I think, I really (laughs) think it's an American culture, not to take them like you don't want to impose or whatever. And I cannot stress enough when you meet people around the world, when they say come visit, visit them. They mean it. It's yeah. okay. You're not a burden. And it's a great way to travel. And you know, I'm sure they'll come and visit you too.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. She has. She's been yeah. to the United States twice, and yeah. stayed with me uh, one time. And then she came with um, her boyfriend at the time and his family. And they they rented an Airbnb. But but she did stay with me the other time, and I was of course thrilled to host her yeah. and, um, you know, and take her out and and do things and share different things with her here yeah. and she she loved it she's a big traveler as well so um yeah it. yeah it's, it's fantastic
0: now also tell me about Zambia because that was so, another way that you traveled
1: yes one of my uh oldest friends uh Rob he and his wife were living in Zambia and uh, working there for several years and um so another friend of mine uh that is also that I met through Rob, who was in the Peace Corps with Rob. Uh, His name is Mark and um, Mark was planning on going in August of um, this year, but gosh, I probably 2011 maybe. And I was finished with my grad school classes at the end of July. So the timing worked out perfect and he was going for about 10 days. And so, we just coordinated and decided to go visit rob together uh dana was pregnant at the time so she had actually just traveled uh, back to the united states we kind of crossed paths uh, flying over the atlantic ocean um she was just getting settled in washington dc a month ahead of time before she was having her baby and and then when rob was finished um you know hosting us and taking us around zambia we he flew back but uh yeah so we had the most incredible trip I you know I think a lot of people of course think to travel to Europe which I completely understand and really it's not that far away and I of course love going to Europe as much as possible but if if any of you have the chance to go to Africa that is the most incredible place and I just saw so many things and we did so much we took um we took a six-hour drive down to Victoria Falls and Livingston and Hung out there for a couple of days, and we stayed in a hostel. It was a really nice hostel, but it was, you know, not that expensive and afford, and very affordable. Um, a- another couple nights, we we took this small plane to um, the Zambezi Lodge, I believe it was called, on the Zambezi River. And staying in a lodge in Africa is is just a wonderful experience. And there were hippos right in our front yard, basically, and there, and we went on, um, a, like a canoe trip down this little side river, and, and you could see crocodiles and water buffalo and all these different animals that you obviously can't just see on a daily basis in the United States. And yeah, um, it was it was just fantastic. It was it was unbelievable. We went on a, a day safari, a night safari. You know, saw lions and
0: um, <laughs> I love cons. that you're glowing as you talk about this. Yes, yes. Great. Like
1: I mean, this was so long ago, but it was just amazing, and I really cannot wait for my husband and my son to experience this someday because I oh, definitely, definitely want to go back without a doubt. Yeah, and it's
0: so funny that you said that when you mentioned Zambia because um, I didn't know about that until you and I already started speaking, and I just released a podcast about a woman who left from Georgia, joined the Peace Corps and stayed, now lives in Zambia. Uh-huh. So I thought it was yeah, really funny because like you don't usually hear that. So uh, yeah. very interesting. But uh, speaking of your son, let's switch gears to traveling overseas with your son, talking about that. Um, now, one of the things you mentioned was um, when you go for your tr- on your trips with your son, you do a lot of preparations. So help our listeners understand, how do you prepare to travel with a young one?
1: Well, you know, it is it is an overwhelming experience, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. And so we my, I've just kind of instilled the love of traveling and just learning about other places since he was born. His nursery had like a world traveling theme. He has oh, um, a big that. sign that says explore. And my favorite crib sheet that he had was a world map. And um, so it's just something that I knew when I had my son that I wanted him to always experience and love as much as, as I do. And luckily he does. He really loves to travel and um, go on new adventures. And so we always read books about the places that we're going. Um, if there's videos that I can show him, we do that. We try to learn a few words from uh, the language. And and when, we, when it's time to get on the plane, of course you want to have plenty of entertainment for them luckily there's always those seat back uh, entertainment centers but you do need backup in case those don't work or um, your child gets bored with them or something but usually they're a pretty good uh, solid source of entertainment for them but and often when you travel to Europe or Africa or some anywhere international you're flying overnight so of course you want your child to be, comfortable and so I packed a pair of pajamas and um if they're still prone to accidents or anything of course you want to be prepared with that with extra underwear and pull-ups or anything anything you need um to keep them comfortable and and to help you too and be able to enjoy the flight and um my son is a very picky eater so he often doesn't like what is served on the airplane so I pack plenty of snacks and anything possible to get us through those, you know, six to nine hours of of flying and because you definitely do not want a hungry child on an airplane
0: (laughs) um i don't even like i don't know who's worse my son or or me when i'm hungry so (laughs)
1: yeah and um luckily my son he only drinks water that's just what he chooses and likes and so there's kind of an endless supply of water on on airplanes but i usually do buy a backup water bottle or two and and take his own water bottle as well to have of course after you get through security at the airport so um but i think sorry go ahead oh I think it's just really important just to you know kind of prepare them but you know our children often um they consume kind of how we're feeling and if you're relaxed and you know you're excited then they're going to be relaxed and they're going to be excited about this new adventure and and it is of course really important for them to get enough rest and so if there's a, a blanket or a pillow that your child likes you know be sure to to pack those of course and Just um, just anything you can think of that would make their travel experience better for them.
0: And I think it's such an important reminder, too, because uh, previous guests have said the same thing. It's like. They're going to mimic what you how you are. So if you're high stress, high anxiety, they're going to feel it, too. And the last thing you want is that so it's it might be hard for you to control, but just focus on that and that'll help you probably kind of rein it in a little bit. So you at least don't show it as much and kind of relaxed and so that they'll relax but yeah. now you first took your son on an ocean cruise at two years old so how long was that cruise and where did you go
1: it was uh, seven nights and we left out of port canaveral it was a seven night uh, disney eastern caribbean cruise and uh, my husband and i had already previously sailed on this same cruise on our honeymoon a couple of years prior um and you know of course being a disney cruise it does help get them really excited but, um, because everything on board is is all about disney and we traveled to um saint martin and saint thomas and the disney private island castaway key in the bahamas um and we um, on the islands we just we just went to beaches and um on when we got to saint thomas we actually knew a friend who owned a catamaran and that, and it wasn't sailing that day. And so we were able to rent it uh, with our other friends who we were sailing with. And it was, it was awesome. We just walked right off of our cruise ship over to the catamaran and then sailed around um, in the Caribbean, just around uh, St. Thomas and St. John. So it was, it was a gorgeous day and um, yeah, he loved it. He was great and uh, it was pretty easy. You know, Caribbean cruises are completely different than some going to on European cruises. it's all about being in a tropical gorgeous place and just kind of relaxing and and enjoying yourself and enjoying the sunshine and, and the ocean and he loves to swim and he loves the waves and everything so so he was a big fan of the beaches and jumping off the catamaran into the into the water and it was great
0: so he was only two though and you know a lot of a lot of people don't like to take their kids especially on longer trips um when they're that young but you really weren't experiencing, like, you're glad you took him at such a young age.
1: Yeah, I, I really never even thought about that. I, I do have clients who are like, oh, you know, can I take my young child on this trip or whatever? And I always say absolutely, <laughs> because my son has been flying since he was a month old. Um, he flew to Florida when he was just a month. Um, and the more you get them used to it and adapted to it, the the easier it's going to be on you like in the future and on them because they, they fully know what to expect and um, they get just as excited about getting on planes as we do. If you do like to fly, some people don't like to, but, um, uh, but yeah, I, I didn't even think about it because yeah, it was a week long, but I don't know that in my mind, it's just like, what's not to enjoy. Like you're just on this gorgeous, colorful, amazing ship. And I I knew he would love the characters and because he's loved them on our Disney World trips. And it was just kind of a a no-brainer for us. We just thought, oh, yeah, you know, he's going to love it. And we're going to do
0: it. Well, that's something to think about for people who want to travel out of the country um, with a young one. But they need a little help. You know, obviously on cruises, you have help entertaining them, right? You do. So, well, you went on a Disney cruise. So, I imagine. But just cruises as a, and as a whole, you know, you have a lot of help with how entertaining oh, little oh kids. My gosh. So yes. that's and definitely it. something for people to consider. And we'll talk about why you like cruises so much, but oh, sure. I think it's just something important for people to consider that are just like, no, I really don't want to think about it. Uh, you know, it's too much work. What am I going to do with my two-year-old? They're going to hate it. Cruises is definitely an option because you have so much help with that entertainment. You do.
1: You have so much help. And there's just, I mean, there's endless things to do. I have been on that Eastern Caribbean Disney cruise three times. And there are still things on the ship, activities and things that I haven't done because there's just so many things to do. It's just really, and it's completely up to you how you use your time, really. You just have, you know, you have to be at dinner at certain times if you choose to dine in the restaurants. But that's it. Like, um, and once they're three and toilet trained, they can go to the kids' club as much as they want. On our my son's now seven and a half and on our last two cruises, we hardly saw him. Because not I mean, I wanted to spend more time with him, but he really wanted to go to <laughs> the kids. Leave me alone. Clubs. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah and he, he had new friends and, great, you right? Know. You
0: get to enjoy yourselves as adults. Yeah. And your kids really are fine like they're yes. themselves so much so you both get it where everybody's getting a lot from this and, and they're having yes, fun exactly. but on the ship and then of course when you get off and do your excursions you have fun there but yes. there are still a lot of things for kids to do now you took him on a river cruise at four which I was shocked by because um, I didn't know you could take kids on river cruises that young
1: yeah um, yeah they um so we cruised with um Ama waterways and adventures by disney and at that time the minimum age was four now it has increased to six i don't think it was because of my son because he was great on it um so i don't think he was the reason for that um but we sailed on the rhine river in august of 2019 and this was all of our first river cruise so we didn't exactly know what to expect but um it was just something that I'd been researching and doing some training on and, um, had booked for clients. And I just was like, I, we have to do this. Like, this is just incredible. And, um, so yeah, we, we flew to Paris and he's, he was great. He slept all night and he was still tired by the time we got there. And so he, um, we had a big kind of jogging stroller that we took with us and he slept on that. And through two more train rides down to, um basel switzerland and and then once it was time to board the ship he he was awake and ready to go and meet new people and he was by far the youngest on that cruise but there were other children who were a little bit older some of them they're really popular for multi-generational trips and so there were a couple families who there were grandparents and then a couple sets of parents and then their children and um they just all took him under his wing, and <laughs> he hung out with them sometimes, like just doing different activities on the oh, on the ship and and playing. But yeah, it was an absolute incredible experience. And
0: so there was still enough for him to do on the river cruise, though. Being at such yeah, a young you know, age. on a
1: on a river cruise, you're not on the ship quite as much. Like um, on uh, ocean cruises, there's usually a couple days at sea. Like on <laughs> our cruise to the Caribbean, there were three days that we were in ports, but then there were also three and a half days that we were at sea. So, Mm -hmm. um, uh, but on a river cruise, you're in a new port every day and you do most of the sailing at night and, and you're, so there's so much to do during the day because you're either out exploring the village where you, um, docked the ship or you're, on a bus traveling, you know, at an hour at the most, typically to um, to a town or city where you have your excursion that day. So, so there was less to do because we were out and about every day um, in these okay. port destinations.
0: Yeah, and so, well, I mean, what kind of kind of you love cruising? You I, do. <laughs> and, yeah, and I do. Yeah, do ocean or river? I love like them. to, yeah, why I like to speak with so many different peoples. Everybody has their own preferences right everybody has their own way of traveling there's something out there for you you know why do you like travel why do you like cruising so much
1: so it's just it really is very convenient and you do not have to worry about that much you unpack your things one time if you choose to um sometimes we use the drawers and the dressers that they have or closets and sometimes i just leave my suitcase there out and just go in it yeah um and you you just do that one time, but you get to go to all these amazing places in in a week's time or longer, depending on how long your cruise is. So it that just makes it really convenient. It's like a you know a moving apartment that you're just you know coasting on for a week and. And once you, you know, you, all your meals are included and with Alma Waterways, the excursions are included as well. There's some things you can add on, but for the most part, it's, that's just it. And you, you get up, you have breakfast, you follow whichever excursion you chose and you go to that city or village or wherever you're going to spend the morning and, and then come back you can have lunch or sometimes the excursion includes the lunch out and about where you are and then it's time for the afternoon excursion and you just do not have to worry about hardly anything like you just you just go with the crowd and and the groups are not really that big they're you know right um the river cruise was completely different than an ocean cruise ocean cruises have you know usually between two and 4,000 people on board, which really you hardly even notice that because there's the cruises are so big. The ships are so big. And on a river cruise, there's maybe 130 people Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even seem like there's 130 people on a, on a river cruise. And then you have the adventure guides with adventures by Disney who are your chaperones and you just follow them and they make it really fun. And, um, and they just lead the way, and, but you are also given some free time, usually, in some of these towns, and, and it's, so it's great, so you can make it your own, too, you know, like, you can follow these tours and excursions, but then you might have a couple hours, and so, when we were in Heidelberg, after our tour of the castle, my husband wanted to go to a German pub, of course, you know, and have lunch, and drink a couple of beers. And my son and I wanted to walk around and go shopping. And so then we did that. And so then we just got to do what we wanted. And we just had to be back at a certain meeting place at a certain time and then caught the bus and went back to the ship. And they usually have a sip and sail hour with uh, free drinks. And uh, then you're mingling and meeting all these other people on your cruise. And and then it's time for dinner. And, and then in the evening when uh, they start to sail there's you know there could be karaoke or trivia or some other activity on the boat or if you want to just go and sit on your veranda and um admire this gorgeous scenery behind you which is kind of what i have behind me this is not sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i like to tell people that Ocean cruises are definitely more about the ship, this grand ship, and because and, they have to entertain you when they're on the ocean, right, for a few days. So, to me, ocean cruises are more about the ship, whereas river cruises are more about the destination. You spend a lot more time on yes. land. So, yeah. that's how I kind of – and, and you know, for people that don't like to be around that many people, you know, there are different types. Like, there are different ocean cruises that have more or less people. But river cruises are all around that same, um, you know, 100, 130, like you said. So. The point is, there's options out there. And then, if you're thinking about doing this, definitely like River Cruises. I never even knew about um, now I'm going to, I'm going to give other people other options. Cause you're an, I'm a waterways fan. I'm an Avalon I waterways. Am. I'm an Avalon waterways fan. So okay. I'm going to plug for Avalon because um, <laughs> I used to work for them. So um, okay. just oh, wow. like how you went to travel, I wanted to work in the travel industry as well. So I worked for them and I used to hear all these wonderful things about these cruises from our clients. And that's what opened my eyes to a river cruise. Like who yeah. goes on river cruises? You equate it with, only i don't want to offend anybody but only elderly people yeah and it's it's mm-hmm. it's not i mean it's no. i went on my first i think when i was in my early third mid 30s i loved it i had a great time a yeah. absolutely great time so um but i didn't know about it until i worked for that company i had no clue about river cruises mm-hmm. so i liked it i, lo- I love those um I'm more of a river cruise person than an ocean cruise person. I know people love ocean cruises, but there is just to let people know they do exist and, and they're great yeah. and definitely check them out. There are a lot of great options out there, um, but I, I I can definitely see where you, I, I, my last one was um, I did Vietnam and Cambodia. Yeah. Amazing. It's oh, a great thing. River. Yes, it yeah. was wonderful. And the great thing about river cruises is that they can get into the small rivers, to the smaller Mm -hmm. towns, they can get in to those more intimate places that you can't do with ocean cruises, so that's nice, because you get, really get that more, like, you get to know that country a little bit more, so, yeah, yeah, so thanks for sharing that, now, we're kind of touched on this for you, but your love for travel led you to become a travel agent.
1: It did, yes, yeah, I, um, You know, my family does uh, travel to Disney World uh, four or five times a year, sometimes even more, and um, we've been to Disneyland, too, and now um, I'm about to go on my seventh Disney cruise, and then we uh, went on the Adventures by Disney, and I I found out that there are um, travel agents who specialize in Disney travel, and so then i applied with an agency and i was immediately accepted so that was really nice and uh yeah it just it helps me share my love of traveling for others um it's not an easy job i think a lot of people think that it's easy but it's not at all you're kind of on call 24 7 and um it can get very stressful at times um depending on the needs of your clients but um yeah um that but when I became a travel agent that's how I learned more about river cruises cuz I never would have really thought about that either for us and then um and then I just started learning about adventures by disney river cruises with ama waterways and and then was like yeah we, we need to do this and now I want to go on all these different European river cruises um, we'll probably be doing I think, the Rhone River cruise um, next summer um, because my husband's favorite wine comes from the Rhone region in France and um, oh, great in the source <laughs> yeah 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 and um, Van Gogh spent a lot of time in in uh, southeastern France, and my son's favorite artist is Van Gogh, and so, (laughs) yeah, so that, um, you know, there's just something for everyone, but it's just so enjoyable, and um, I have to explain to my clients that uh, an Adventures by Disney river cruise is completely different than a Disney cruise, uh, Mm -hmm. an ocean Mm -hmm. cruise, because, I mean, they're just night and day, and, you know, there's no characters on these river cruises or anything, but the adventure guides just make it, really special and they give it that Disney touch and they just provide a, another level of entertainment and just extra care for you. And you really just do not have to worry about anything. So it's, it's really nice. You know, when you travel with your family and, and kids, it, it can get stressful, but you don't really have to worry about it. You don't have to worry. And this worry is you why she like
0: sells it. this stuff because she loves it so much. So yeah, you do bring up, like, I wanted to bring this up as well because, um, I was, like I said, I wanted to work in the travel agents or travel industry as well. And I was, you know, travel agent came up for me as well. But one thing that I don't think people realize that how beneficial it is to have a travel agent, travel agents, people think for some reason that you pay more when you use a travel agent, it's actually the opposite. And so I don't want it. I mean, we have other things to talk about. So I just want to briefly say for, for people that for me, I would suggest, and you can tell me otherwise, but I would suggest finding someone who specializes in whatever area you want to go, because yeah. They know the discounts, they know what to try, what what's gonna yeah. suit your personality, when when to go, when not to go. They know the discounts that are available, or if you do this instead, then you're gonna get this discount. People, that's their job is just to learn about that right. area or that product. And so I am a huge advocate for travel agents and I wish people would use them. I promise you. you, you don't pay more money. It's the opposite. It's the opposite let them yeah. do the work. Honestly, as far right. as a travel agent is a very difficult job. Because you're the one doing all the work. Yeah, you are. You're the one doing all the work, and and I really wish people would start to to use travel agents for what they do because they they deserve. They that you don't pay more. I promise.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it it definitely. I mean, I've certainly. Thought that it's it's brought value and, and to my clients because there's there been times that I have saved that money if, uh, you know, they book, but then a, a discount offer is released at a later time. If I can get their reservation modified, I'm absolutely going to do my best to to save them as much money as I can and also just, you know, share my personal experiences. I try to do as much as I can so that when someone comes to me and wants to do a certain trip, well, hey, I've already done that and I can share you my personal well, exactly. experience.
0: And that's why I say to go with a travel agent that specializes because travel agents should specialize in as far as I'm concerned, should specialize in certain areas. And to me, I encourage you to go with whatever you're looking to do. Like if you want someone that just does Australia or just does Disney or just, you know, then because that's all they're researching. If you love doing like for people that love doing the research, then okay, fine. Maybe don't use a travel agent. For me, I want to go and experience it. I don't want to do the work for it. I understand that some people love the research, but for me, I'd rather yeah. someone else do the research, but that's, that's exactly what you're, you're, yeah. you're doing. I mean, cause it's not only it's value of time, right? It's not only, okay. They're saving money financially, but there's also saving time. And it's also, I think a travel agent can save save you from a bad trip. Like what if oh, I want to yeah. go here? Cause I want to see this and this and this. And it's like, you actually don't get to see that or you know like they give yes. you that that's why you go for the experts in that area because they can tell you okay but just so you know you're going to be doing a lot of walking or whatever right. or you're going to be it's a lot of uphill or a lot of yeah. travel in between like mm-hmm.
1: that's that's when they
0: come in handy so anyway yeah, it's my I've, little
1: support thank for you that. yeah <laughs> and for even for people like myself who like before I came became a travel agent I I I would always read travel magazines and read up on as much as I can and and I considered myself to know a lot, but but there could be something out there that your travel agent knows that you didn't even think about. And also like you're, you know, you're supporting a small business. So, you know, sure, like you I don't know, I can use this very crazy example but like my dad can change his own oil in his car or he could spend forty dollars and go support a small business and have someone else just do it for him and not have to worry about it you know so um so when people use travel agents they're getting more bang for their buck and getting help in so many ways that they didn't think possible and they're supporting a small business so there you go (laughs)
0: um okay now let's kind of switch gears um your son, obviously you like to tra- take him, you, you teach him about the, where you're going, the destinations you're visiting, which I love. What do you think at such a young age he's getting from traveling abroad?
1: Well, just, um, just new experiences and seeing new places and um, meeting new people and hearing different languages. You know, he can't speak French, but he's heard many people speak French and Spanish and Greek even. And, um, and he, unfortunately he is a very picky eater. So I can't really say that he's been able to try new foods um, because he he's not always willing to but um, just just the adventure of it all and just seeing that there's just this big world out there and you know he could be reading a book and be like oh I went there you know we were went there on our trip and and just just seeing that there's more out there for us to discover and all these different people and all these different walks of life and I mean, that experience is just, I mean, it's priceless. Like it's just, it adds so much to enrichment to their lives. And, you know, we, we talked about how sometimes, you know, people think like, oh, I don't want to travel with my young child because they're not going to remember it when they're older, but they will remember it now. And those photos and videos will bring back and spark those memories. And they'll want to go back there someday with their families or, you know, their friends and you you know, I would go to London every year if I could. I just love it there so much. (laughs) I feel, actually, I feel the same way about just about anywhere in in Europe. And, (laughs) um, and I know that, like, you know, we haven't been to London since 2019, but we, we talk about it all the time. He talked about London every day for probably six months after that trip. And we, um, we did go to Paris and London after our Rhine River cruise. We just took trains and spent a couple days. And uh, but by the by the time we got to London, we really only had one full day to spend there. But we just hit the ground running and and just experienced everything we possibly could in that one day. And that was one day of my child's, you know, seven and a half years. And he still talks about it all the time. And and, and he was only
0: four when you took that trip. So four, it's not yeah. like he was an older, like he was only four and he yeah. still talked about it for, for months after and he still, yeah. he, he still talks about it. So. Yeah.
1: He it totally made an impression on him and, and I'll never forget the look on his face. We have the cutest photo of when he saw the Eiffel tower for the first time. I mean, that's a big deal in, in anyone's life because it's just such an iconic, um, you know, symbol and, and everyone thinks of the Eiffel Tower when they think of France, and and. He's but again, been he was there. only four. He was only, only four, four.
0: <laughs> and that still was a big deal. It was the wow factor, right? It was seeing yeah. something he's never even seen. And then, what did you say he wanted when he visited
1: Paris? Oh, yeah, he really wanted a red beret. So you know, so you can find those on any street corner, cute. and so he has cute red beret that says France with a little um, Eiffel Tower outline on it, and he still wears it, <laughs> and it's so cute. And he. um, that day, we we were on Rue Claire, which uh, my aunt and uncle took me to when I went to Paris for mm-hmm. the first time yeah. because they they love it and it's just you know it's a very you kind of feel immersed with the locals when you're on Rue Claire and going to the cheese shops and uh, the wine shops and. We were just sitting at this little cafe on the corner, and you can see my husband in the background of this photo that I have, and uh, who's at the wine shop, and and I'm sitting there outside, and and my son has his little beret on, and he he was willing to try croissants, so he he was eating a croissant and and chips, and he's just sitting there like like he's a little <laughs> French child, and it was just the the sweetest oh, thing, and it's um, yeah, it's my mother-in-law's favorite photo of him, and my mom actually she. Uh, printed a big canvas print of that photo oh, for us in our house. Sweet. Yeah, it makes a big That's sweet.
0: But like out. you said, though, it doesn't matter that he doesn't remember every single bit of no. it.
1: No, you know, I'm almost 46. My memory is not the best either these days. And so I can't remember everything. But, you know, we look at pictures and we just talk about it all the time. And we talk about all of our trips daily, really. Like, um, you know, a song could come on that we heard in a... A shop in in Rome this summer, and that you know he'll he'll say, oh, this all started because we heard this song in Rome, and now I love this song. And mm. so there's just there's memories everywhere. And and memories.
0: Well, it's 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 who you are. It's it's made you who you are. It's making your son who he's going to be, and and has opened his eyes open to so many different things that he would have never had. You yeah. know that he'll take with him, um, which is great. And like you said, I mean, another benefit was that even young. Um, you said he's made him a great traveler,
1: yes, oh, fantastic, yes, yeah.
0: yeah, and I know you also mentioned that the quality time was a big thing for what you guys are getting when you travel with him abroad.
1: It is, yeah, we just um the the two most valuable things to us um to experience as a family are our, our trips. And we try to take as many as possible and and we also love to spend attend sporting events together and and we just those things kind of that's just who we are and what's important to us and and we just we just love those experiences.
0: that's wonderful. Yeah. that's nice. Okay, so before we wrap it up, what advice do you have for parents considering a cruise to travel overseas?
1: I say absolutely do it. <laughs> um, you know, you could do an ocean cruise or, a a river cruise in europe we took um back-to-back mediterranean disney cruises this summer this past summer in june and we started in barcelona and went to france and then italy and the next one went from italy to sicily to the greek isles and back and that was just another incredible experience for my son and just a great way to see all those countries on one trip because if, if you're doing it by land which is it's fine too, of course. You know, you can take trains. You can hire a driver. There's, um, of course, other ways to travel to those countries. But, you know, he went to five countries. Well, we went to we went to Monaco as well, and um, so we went to all these countries, and and we went to Sicily, and all in one trip. And it just it makes a great way to help keep your kids happy and entertained on the cruise ship. But then when you're in these ports and go to these amazing cities and or islands. Um, it just, it's kind of the best of both worlds for your children, I think, and the parents. And, and like we were talking about earlier, like when you do go on an ocean cruise, everyone gets a vacation, you know, there are adult only areas of the ship and there are those kids clubs that your kids will likely really, really love and want to go to as much as possible. So, um, yeah, an ocean or river cruise would, I highly recommend and, and, you can do that in northern Europe as well. There's ocean cruises um to the Scandinavian countries and um to England and Denmark and Germany. So yeah, yeah. I'm
0: gonna I, I'm gonna throw in there too that I highly recommend a Baltic cruise. I did that. Yes. And it was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I loved it, loved it, loved it. So yeah. Um and I'm gonna throw in some advice as well. As I mentioned before, I recommend to use a travel agent because there are, as you can tell, we have two different favorites for river cruises. There are Definitely some great river cruise companies out there. But I say use a travel agent because they can kind of help you. Because when all of my research when I worked for one, it was okay, this one's kind of good at this, this one's kind of good at this. Yeah. Like they all kind of have the different different cruise lines have their own little things. So yeah. a travel agent can help you figure out what's the best fit for you. So that's my advice. Yeah. Also for cruises to help you decide with a river cruise or an ocean cruise would be better for you. Huge difference, but with your personality or what you like you know, like I said, somebody who can't stand to be around a lot of people, then consider a river cruise, you know, yeah. it's, it's somebody who loves to do all those things, you know, it, like I said, a travel agent can help you with that. Um, yeah. But just to consider that option. So yeah, there's my two pieces of advice. So, yeah. uh, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah,
1: thank you, Erica. It's been a lot of fun.
0: It has. Okay. Until uh, next time. Yes. Can't wait to chat again.